degrees. So welcome Mine. back to the Des Moines and Dragons podcast. Uh, we last left our intrepid heroes fending off uh, two dire rats and a whole swarm of smaller rats. Uh, they dispatched their foes, suffered a few injuries, and are now in a tunnel waiting to find whoever or whatever stole the alchemist alchemy tools and supplies from uh, Mr. Tormund. I sure hope we chose the right way, because we just fought all those rats for nothing. I'm going to be real pissed. I was thinking this would really be a kick in the nuts if we ventured all this way for nothing. I strongly feel like we are going in the correct direction. All right, then uh, you first. All right, here we go. We continue down the the path. Mm -hmm. So the tunnel has all of these hanging eyeball decor that are strung from the ceiling at random lengths, but they all come to about waist length. So you have to tacky. You have to sort of part them to pass through. Anybody trained in perception, roll perception for me. Seven. Or no wait, that's seventeen. Eleven. Seventeen? Yeah. So anyone above fifteen, um, I don't know what your perception mod is. Is it just what did you roll? Just on a oh. Okay. I rolled an eight. Plus three. Plus three. Right. So uh Harbeck, uh maybe because you're just tall enough to where your head like comes perfectly to where these things end. Uh-huh. Uh but these things aren't tied on with like rope. It's hair. It's like long strands of tied human hair. Well, this is a disgusting place. Harbeck, do you think these eyeballs are human? Uh, uh, no, I think uh, they would want to make them out of something more durable and lasting. Uh, you know, uh, the pottery and uh, uh, metals. Just to be safe, let's all just keep track of where we're keeping our eyeballs right now. I've got mine, too. Uh, I've got mine. All right, good. We've all got our eyeballs. Okay, it checks out. And so the marching order is the same, Ornella, Verna, Harbeck. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Ornella, you come to the end of this tunnel, um, and you can see now, so this looks like... Um, so the the tunnel ends with a like steel and iron plate that uh, completely covers the end of the... Uh, tunnel. There looks to be a one of those old style pressure doors that has the wheel valve that mm-hmm. you turn to open um, and you can see there is a uh, heavy lock that locks the uh, locks the wheel. the wheel in place. This seems new. Well, I think we should knock. All right, but make sure you actually knock hard this time. I mean, this one's not a wooden door. Yes, very heavy. Uh, all your strength. And uh, may, I, may I suggest, uh, because this might be a secret hideout, to use a secret knock. Do you know uh, any secret knocks? I do know secret knocks, but I'm going to need you to cover your ears so that you don't know the secret knock. Aha, uh-huh. yes, all right, all right. All right. Uh, I'm wearing uh, chain mail, mm-hmm. so it's very metal. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm actually just going to throw my body against this metal. Verna and I like cover our ears, but are still just watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm going to knock, and then and then I'm going to take a beat and throw my metal against the metal. Okay. So yeah, we 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 see exactly that happen. You slam into the um, into the heavy uh, pressure door, and it makes a loud metallic thud as you run into it. That reverberates all and echoes all along the length of the tunnel. There's a beat of silence um, before you uh, you hear uh, very softly on the other side of the door. Um, like sloshing of footsteps through water. And then there's no response. Do you think they heard us? I hear someone on the other side. Maybe there's a peephole. They've got an eye obsession. Ooh, yes. Maybe they're watching us. All right, well, 
Stand back. Maybe once they get a good look at us, they'll open the door. Harbeck just starts, like, smiling and waving in corners. He thinks there might be, like, a, a hole or a camera or an eye watching. Uh, Brianna's doing something similar where she's, uh, she's grooming herself a little bit, trying to look good, <laughs> just in case, look presentable. Um, I just fiddle with the, uh, my crest that's holding my cloak together. Okay. Uh, a, a, uh, disembodied voice echoes through the tunnel. Who goes there? Uh, where is your body? <sighs> Who are you and what are you doing down here? We are three travelers. Pest pest exterminators. Pest exterminators. Traveling pest exterminators. Pest exterminators. We we, we heard about the rat problem and we've we've come to help. We are here to help you. Great. Um, Whoever, I don't care who, but you're going to want to roll charm. Ooh. Gotty. Or I guess that would be persuasion would okay. be the role. Not just, it, it would be, yeah, it would be persuasion. I got 20. You rolled a 20? I got I got, 16. well, 17 plus oh, my plus persuasion. 16. I have 19. We are so We're a pretty charming. charming group. We are. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you saw us getting ready to be looked at. We're really putting it on here. Uh-huh. So, um, I think to the side of this, uh, this like <laughs> large circular pressurized door, um, a rectangular shadow appears. Um, so it looks like a door that was perfectly blended to, to have no edges and it uh. opens, um, and, uh, revealing a like iron bar, uh, wall, and you see there's a man on the other side of this uh, iron-barred wall uh, who's unlocked this door and slid it open. There's still uh, bars in between. And he's got a black uh, black set of robes on um, with a, uh, a pendant, and at the end of the pendant is a little uh, gold, like flattened piece of gold uh, that has inset in it an eyeball. Um, and you can't really make out much of the guy's features from the, the dark, um, the torchlight just makes his, gives his face a lot of dark shadows and says, uh, um, what, what is this about pests? I decapitated a lot of rats on our way over here. We took out the rats? A lot of them. Um. Yeah. I'm starting to realize that, uh, perhaps they're the ones who placed those there and, Perhaps we've just, uh, uh... Well, then, you know what? You took really bad care of your rats. They were oh, pustules. Um, they were all sick-looking. We're, we're here to join the eyeball cult? <gasps> yeah. Mem- yes. Oh. Yes, we are. That is what we're here to do, Verna. Yes, Yeah, that's what we're here to do. You yep. see, like, yep. his, his facial expressions were <laughs> kind of dark and shadowy, but after you say this, like, <laughs> immediately, like... He cocks his head to the side, which illuminates uh, more of his face because he's got a big, toothy grin. Um, and he says, oh, welcome, children of the eye. Welcome, uh, yes. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Children, children of, of the, the all, eye. We are all children we, of the eye. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've, we, got all, we've got all, uh, all six of our eyes here with us. He, yes, he goes to his belt, do. and uh, you can hear the rattle of keys. And he takes uh, a large key ring off that has about a dozen keys on it. And he goes to the iron gate and sticks it in uh, a keyhole, unlocks it, and swings open the heavy wrought iron gate um, and says, Yes, please, come in, come in, children of the eye. Welcome, welcome to our sanctum. Um, Thank you. Thank you. He motions to the room, and you can see this room is an expansive, circular room. Uh, It's about 55 feet in diameter. Uh, and you can say there's no water. Uh, there's the water is like less than maybe an inch in uh, in depth. It's just in little pools throughout this room. Uh, you can see there are several uh, congregations and group groups of these uh, people dressed in black robes and gathered um, around in various places around the room. Um, there's a large uh, fire pit at the center of the room that's uh, that's burning a fire. 
Uh, the smoke leading up to a small uh, hole all the way at the top. This chamber is extremely tall also, at least 25 feet in height. Uh, so everything is very echoey in here. And he says, uh, well, then we'll need to, uh, I'll need to introduce you to the master then if you are uh, to seek the guidance of the eye. Excellent. Great. We uh, have I just have a question. Uh, do you have uh, robes here or do we need to go somewhere to, to purchase our own robes? Is that something the cult provides? Brother, we... Uh, all will be provided to you. Oh, good. Yes, because I, I am covered in shit. <laughs> I uh, go to remove my Ooh, family crest yes. okay. in my robe, and I shove it in my backpack. Yeah. Roll stealth for me, Ornella, which is a d20, plus your stealth mod. Wow. 19. Just getting these rolls. Where's my stealth? It's under dexterity. Oh, yes. Minus one, so 18. Wow. So used to... So, um, you're able to do it deftly, and he does not notice the uh, the movements of moving the pendant and cloak into your bag. He doesn't take notice at all. Yeah, I, I grab his attention, and I uh, go, oh, yes, well, uh, uh, lead, lead the way. Oh, yes, well, then come with me, and uh, I'll bring the master in to meet you Ooh, all. I, I, I have a small question. Sorry, I have a small question. Uh, yes, yeah, you can ask along the way. Come well, along, okay. come along. Right. Just, uh, I, I'm wondering if two of you perhaps have um, uh, uh, something to... Um, uh, Cure me of my my wounds. I uh, seem to have taken some damage. Ah, uh, yes. The, the I, the, I believe that we could all benefit from uh, some perhaps, uh, recuperation. Some, some, some potions or... Uh... So, yes. Bandages, even. Brother and sister, f- sisters from without, all will be made for you soon. Uh, but first, I must introduce you to the master oh. before... All right. I... Ready? Because, I mean, he's still covered in shit. Yes, I just I, feel I like that would be rude. rude. What a good first impression for the master. So, it sounds like you're trying to persuade him, so I'll ask one person to roll a persuade roll to try to convince him to to give you a moment before he... He's, he seems fairly insistent on taking you to a place to meet the guy. I am trained in persuasion. Trained, yes? Yep. Nice. Yeah, you have a good mod on it, too. Plus four. God. Seven. Okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. He he looks. He kind of mm. gives you a, a a patronizing glance and says, "My dear, <laughs> my dear, uh, I don't want you to worry about presenting yourself. It is important that the master sees you as you are, so that he can transform you into what you will be." <clears throat> So I must insist that I'll, I'll take you to this room here, and I'll bring the master to you, and uh, all will be made clear. Great. I, Where uh, you were I, blind, you will see. Ah, I see. Obviously. Yeah. I give uh, a look to Harbeck and Verna that's like a, a signal to be like, all right, guys. We each return we are, the look in turn. <laughs> we are prepared. We spend a good five to 15 seconds giving each other's looks in front of this guy. <laughs> So he's just, like, leading you across this, like, big, expansive room. Um, You can see that, um, like, surrounding this room, um, so there's the cook fire in the center, and there's, like, groups of people, um, maybe three or four, um, maybe four to five people in a group, and there's about four groups that are scattered around this chamber uh, talking amongst themselves. Um, And then, so the tunnel, a tunnel is at the south. Um, and then we have five uh, rooms that make up the uh, north circumference of the circular room. Uh, he takes you to the one furthest to a back, to the back, opposite of the tunnel from where you came. Okay. Um, he takes you. He walks you past the burning fire, um, and you can see that the. Hmm. Um, Anyone trained in perception, roll perception for me. 22. Nice. Oh, natural 20. 23. Well, and you rolled a natural 20, which usually means like a critical success. Um, So roll the 20 again, just to confirm, and roll above a 10. Eight. Nope. So, But it it is still successful, you just don't get the crit. Okay. Um, So you see the... uh, you see that inside the fire, first of all, there are uh, pieces of wood that are like 
they have like carvings carved into them and the carvings are burning like a like a blue flame um, where these specific runes are inscribed on these pieces of wood. Additionally, you can see human, <coughs> human bones inside the fire. So you see like a couple femur bones. Um, you see like well, like some arm bones, a rib inside the fire. Um, and unless you do anything, he continues to lead you to the opposite side of the room. Do a follow. Do I? I want to do a um, uh, religion check. Sure. Yeah. Good idea. Oh yeah. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Uh, so, there are very few, uh, religions that worship the sacrifice of humans mm-hmm. that are good. Yeah. Um, there's a, extrapolating that further, uh, you don't know of any in specific that worship, like, this eye thing, uh, but you know that all of this is very, very bad. Yeah. Uh, especially if they're sacrificing human beings, they worship the darkest of gods. Right, this is totally, uh, uh counter to my own path in life mm-hmm. and for I can, sure can sense the, the the opposites here yeah in fact um your like divine godly senses are probably like really irritating you right mm-hmm. now i don't know if how that describe what that's like for your character what would it be like for your character of sure. a god to come into a place so full of evil so like my my connection to the divinity is this feeling of like love and family and connection with everything and all the beings of the earth and so in this space that connection is severed and it feels like a phantom pain like a tingly kind of numbness to it yeah like like when Something's a limb severed. is asleep or something yeah, yeah, yeah okay i like that um perfect so yeah you you definitely feel that very strongly inside this main chamber mm. um and it's made like it, the feeling grows even stronger as he he walks you across this room towards this uh, door. Hmm. Um, you can see the other doors around the rooms do not have doors on them. They they're just like openings. Hmm. This room has an actual door. Um, the door is of heavy, uh, like, uh, not industrial, hmm. but like heavy duty wood reinforced with iron uh, slats. And he walks up to the door and like fiddles with his key ring. And then he takes a key and he unlocks the door and he swings this. And you can see as he swings it open, this is a heavy ass door. Um, and inside the room, um, there are uh, a couple of plush couches. Um, there is a um, uh, there's incense burning inside the room. So a, a smell, a pleasant smell for once wafts into your noses. Um, and you can see there is a small uh, like a coffee table and on top of the coffee table is a little um, brass pyramid that has uh, an eye open, semi-open, and closed uh, that surrounds each side of the pyramid. He says, now, if you'll just have a seat, I'll bring the master over and he'll awaken uh, what is inside of you and you will join us. If I'll just... If you just have a seat, okay. <laughs> Chris yeah, Hansen, thank why you. don't you just have a seat? Does this guy cookies and lemonade waiting? <laughs> does this guy close the door behind us? Uh, no, he does not close it. <clears throat> do you? Do you? First of all, do you go in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He does not close the door behind you. Um, he he simply turns around and walks back um, to the left and disappears. So, like you don't see where he goes after he leaves the view of the doorway. You have. Um, yourselves, you're in the small room. Uh, there's the coffee table, the brass uh, pyramid with the eyes on it, um, and the incense. Need everyone to roll a Constitution saving throw for me. Nineteen. Twenty. Four. If you want, you can spend your inspiration to uh, get advantage. That's okay. Okay. So. Harbeck, yeah. the smell of the incense make you extremely agreeable. Like the the wounds that you had, the the stress and annoyance from this job, um, your feelings of aggravation from being separated from your divinity are alleviated, and you have this extreme sense of just peace, calm, and just openness to new experiences. Am I aware that I'm high? 
No, well, like, as aware as... Are you ever? Is anybody? Basically, this incense has sort of charmed you. So it's it's a magical... So how aware of it you are, you are aware that you feel good, but I don't think that you're necessarily bothered by it. Can't resist, okay. How does the incense affect everyone else? It just smells good. There's no charm effect to you lot, just Harbeck. And I don't know if you guys notice that maybe he seems a little... I don't know. I'll let you guys kind of play that out. Okay. I um, agreeably shut the door. Okay. With a smile. Okay. Harbeck, that's a pretty heavy door. Why would you close it? Uh, Just some privacy with the master. I feel like our first meeting should be a good one. That's... Oh, all right. Okay. Let's sit on these nice couches. I am tired. I'm not going to lie. I do have some rat feces in here somewhere. I should probably wipe that off. Sure. It's a nice room in here, don't you think? Harbeck. Man, man has taste. I don't think I've ever heard Harbeck say as, say as much as he is now. I, there's something not right. Oh, no. Uh, listen to the two of you. Let's, let's go find our... Uh, Master. I think we should wait and wait for the master to come to us. Oh, look, he's, he's coming back now. So, yeah, you hear footsteps come from uh, outside the doorway, and the, the heavy iron lock disengages, and the door slowly swings open. Standing in front of you is uh, the hooded man from before that led you in here, mm-hmm. and next to him is a very tall and lithe-looking uh, human man. Um, he's bald, he has very serious um, creases in his forehead. Like, this dude has been very serious for a long time. He's got that whole look about him. Um, and he's wearing... Uh, he is in white robes. Uh, everyone else is in these dark black robes. He is in a set of white robes. The bottoms of the robes are stained brown and black from dirt. Um, and he stands there holding his two hands together. And he says, Welcome, children of the eye. Welcome. I am Master Vesavis. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm, I'm Verna. Verna. Um, it's, what a beautiful name. It, yeah, it's pretty good, but... Um, I just... We're so interested in this, in this beautiful religion. Yes, sign me we're up. S- so excited to hear more about it. Of course, of course. But first, I, I want to I wanna meet all of you. You, child. And he looks to you, Ornella. Uh, yes, I am late, um, uh, Ornella uh, Sampson. Um, I am a mere human. <sighs> Ornella Sampson. What a beautiful name for a beautiful young lady. He, like, uh, does that creepy thing that villains do where he, like, takes the ends of his knuckles and, like, rubs them along your cheek. Like, super creep vibe going on. Nice. You and you, Master Dwarf. Ah, yes. A pleasure to see uh, one of yours amongst us here. The pleasure is mine. Uh, My adventures have taken me far, but this is by far the the nicest, the nicest uh, uh, layer I've ever seen. (laughs) Well, I'm... So pleased that the accommodations are suitable uh, and have exceeded your expectations. Yes, quite, quite your, lovely. Your hounds are welcoming us as well. Yes, the hounds uh, anticipate all the good fortune that the uh, that our God has brought to us. But I talk too much. Um, yes, uh, uh, Master Dart, please uh, close the door and uh, uh, leave us be. I, uh, want to convocate with my new apprentices. Yes, a convocation is in order. So the the man uh, bows his head and the, uh, shuts the door. So the room now is almost completely dark, with the exception of a couple candles that are placed around the corners of the room that, I mean, do not provide that much light. Uh, however, the brass pyramid glows like a soft, dull amber glow. Okay, so can I roll something to... To resist? Yeah, to... Uh, yeah, cause, like, can I take out that incense? Yeah, so... Um, I want to be true to the motivation here. I don't mm-hmm. want to deny that, but... No, no. Um, so the way this would work is in narrative game terms, 
uh, when we're doing like narrative play like this, I'll kind of cue you to yeah. roll resists for that. Okay. When we're in combat, uh, where there's specific initiative there's order, that, yeah. you will roll on your turn every time. Okay. Um, so in this case, uh, he he uh, takes a seat on a plush chair and uh, moves over to the incense and kind of like wafts some of the smoke more towards uh, everyone here. You don't need to roll again. You already resisted, but uh, I'll have Harbeck. Uh, can you make another constitution saving yeah. throw for me? Nice. Fifteen. Nice. So you you come uh, like your your sense of like that tingly sensation comes yeah. back. Uh, you become more aware. The pain like ebbs back into my body, and mm-hmm. I kind of like straighten up, and mm-hmm. then uh, I uh, notice he's he's wafting that incense, and I, I think I can tell what's going on at this point. Um, how are we uh, positioned in the room? He's seated on a chair. Yeah, uh, I don't care. Like, why don't you guys... So I've described what's in the room. Tell me how you're situated in the room. Very... I'm keeping herself close to the door. Yeah. But so... trying not to be obvious about I it. I thought that you guys both mentioned that you sat down. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, we talked about doing that, I think. But um... wow. that's fine. Just, you know, set the room up how yeah. you want it set up. I am also standing not, not obviously near the door, but like a direct exit. Mm-hmm. I want to, like, uh, try to maintain the uh, illusion. I want to deceive him that I'm still under the effects of the incense, mm-hmm. but take up a flanking position near his seated position. Can you roll deception, deception for me? Yeah. But you can roll with advantage. Ooh, that's a good one. I think I, I got 17 plus uh, one, 18. Okay. Um, just roll again to see if you crit. Nope. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he, he doesn't seem to take notice of how you're seated. He just seems really enraptured by this object on the table here. Um, and he really, he just starts soliloquying, like, he's basically get, feeding you a line about this, uh, this god of his that he doesn't reference by name. He just keeps calling it our god or the god. Um, and he soliloquies for a little while about, like, how before he, he turned to his god that, um, he was, angry all the time and upset and he didn't see a future but now he sees all the futures um available to him and he can choose whichever one he wants yada 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 can i roll a history and Mm -hmm. to see if the and i want to roll religion yeah on that object perfect um and verna is there are there any social roles that you would like to make i'll let everyone roll one um you can kind of justify however you want or not, no big deal. I just wanted to make that yeah, option think, open to you. Yeah, I think Verna's just keeping her eye on that door. She's gonna look and see if it's the type she can maybe. Yeah, unlock. she's like just super she focused on yeah. like. She's doing like Skating the the, room. the thing from Sherlock Holmes, where Holmes yeah. like analyzes like, okay, if I punch here and then, mm-hmm. um, but very yep. Verna, so it's like really kind of cute and adorable. Yeah, it also looks like she's staring off into space sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just and it's like half true, but it's also she's thinking about things. So you underestimate. <laughs> that's so Raven like. <laughs> yeah. Vision look. Like. Yes, that is that's so Verna. Um, <laughs> that's so Verna. The, the, so Verna. We can rearrange Verna to spell Raven. <gasps> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> there is a conspiracy wow. here. Wow. Please don't tell anyone Vernon's Are you Raven Simone? <laughs> <laughs> How much Listen. time did you have to take off from the view to be here? Listen. View, is she on the view? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> That's no one incredible, knows. Tim. Not Damn. Sometimes your brain is just like, it does amazing things. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. So I rolled, I rolled a nine. So you rolled a nine on religion. Yeah. Um, so what you're able to gather by this guy's platitudes is that he may or may not be bullshitting you. Yeah. Like, he's speaking in such, with such right. vagueness and non-specificity that... Uh, it's the intro tape to the Scientology. It doesn't really get totally. into the deep stuff, but just, uh, I feel good. Yeah. You, know, you my just seem so trans. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then what did you roll? I rolled Ornella. a 21. Nice, on history. history. So, you, uh, during your studies at school, um, you were taught the history of the city Alal which is the the city that we're in. Um, you know, when the city was first founded, uh, the city was an expedition city. 
It was basically built with the express purpose of creating a civilization out in the wilderness. Um, there was this cult that existed way, way far back, um, the cult of the Beguiler. The Beguiler is a demon of, uh, of evil. He is a chaotic evil demon um, who thrives on falsehoods, lies, and untruths. Um, and his sigil back in the day was the sun with an eye in the middle. Okay. And that's what you know from history. And I'll let you, if you want to extrapolate more, um, I'll kind of give you the freedom there. Otherwise, that's what you know. So is this uh, master like referencing that? Not overtly, but I think the combination of the things that he is referencing, um, like, you know, I couldn't see before, but now I see the truth. And mm-hmm. uh, my old life was a lie. Like It sounds you know, like he's been sold a load and doesn't know it. Yeah. It brings you back to that lesson, that history lesson, um, early on in your life. Like a flashback to you sitting in class, maybe not even paying attention, but you just get this, like, glimmer of inspiration. Um, all right. I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to keep that information to myself. Okay. I'm going to make a mental note. So... He, he soliloquies for a while longer, and unless any of you stop him, he goes for probably another half hour. He's like, he's doing the sales pitch, right? He's trying to sell you the car. Right. Uh, he gets to the end of his spiel where he want, he's, you can sense that he's going to make you an offer. And he, he says to you, I've gone over my life's experiences with the one, but... Only you can really see what he can give and what sight he can bring to yourself. So all of the children of his uh, start with their eyes closed. And it is my privilege to open your eyes. Now, if you'll let me. And he goes over to the coffee table and picks up the, the pyramid. And he presses the top of it and the pyramid unfolds. And at the center of the pyramid is a long needle that's like a hair thin. You can barely see it just from the candlelight glinting off of the needle. Um, And he says, with your permission, I'd like to give you sight. Oh, uh, Master, uh, we are so honored uh, that you would uh, invite us. I would love to. to, I think that we... I step right up. To him. <laughs> so, like, I think Verna and Ornella are like, well, maybe. And so Harbeck's like, yeah, get, do it to me. 100%. Let's go. Okay, so you walk up to him. So I get close enough to striking distance. Okay. Yeah, you you are now. So let's make sure we have a very clear picture of where everyone is in the room because I think the next things are going to happen pretty quick. You two are standing close-ish to the door. We'll say you're about eight feet away from where... Um, uh, Vesivus is. Um, you, Harbeck, are standing directly in front of him, arms reach from him. He has held in both hands this contraption. So now I'll give it over to you. Um, tell me when you want to do something. He proceeds to walk up to you. He puts. As I'm walking over to him, mm-hmm. I'm giving these two the look, and then um, I get. Right up to his face with it and, you know, listen to what he has to say. He says, and now, brother dwarf, I will give you the blessing of his sight. And he attempts to move behind you and he places a hand on your shoulder and he has outstretched in front of your face this contraption in his hand. All right. So then um, from that position... um, I'll lead him on, think that uh gonna go ahead and go through with it, but then the last moment I'm gonna take a, my hand axe off the, the hip and, and swing at his arm. Nice. Okay. Um I'm going to roll to see if he is taken by surprise. I'm basically going to make a perception check, and if he rolls high enough, he might be able to uh we'll just roll initiative and we'll see if you're able to hit him sure. first. If he fails, I'm gonna give you this free attack All on right. him, basically. So I'm going to roll a d20, 
Oh man, yeah, he rolls a nineteen um, plus his. Uh, I mean, that's a twenty-one. So yeah, um, I'm thinking that he maybe he senses your muscles tense up, and he can see through the facade at the last minute. Like, oh shit, he's actually not under, and he instead let's all roll initiative. Farted right into that microphone. <laughs> I like, was leaning too. <laughs> Shit. We can we can edit that out. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, we we definitely won't, but we can. <laughs> We're just saying the like that. The technology is there, but <laughs> when this podcast takes off, I'm going to be known across the land as the one who yeah. burps <laughs> and farts. Hey, that's and the farts. gas girl. That's the girl. <laughs> She's the princess with the bodily functions. <laughs> All right, let me. Anybody else want any more grapes and cheese? Y'all no. probably want some nosh on some grapes. Paul goes, no. Not for no, me. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh my god, alright. We're just harmonizing now. Yeah. <laughs> alright, no, so the turn order is as follows. No. <laughs> Master Vesavis, Verna, Ornella, and Harbeck. For mechanics purposes, to explain how that turn order works, um, Harbeck and Ornella rolled the same initiative roll, mm-hmm. but I just know their character sheets, so I know that uh, when characters tie, you go based on whoever's dexterity score is higher. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess yours is nine. How much is yours, Eight. Harbeck? Oh, so yeah. So in that case, Ornella would go first in the order before Harbeck. Yeah, no sweet. one goes at the same time in this game. Okay. Great, so Master Vesavis rolled high, so he's going to get the first turn. Mm. He's going to attempt to stab you with this device, mm. Harbeck. Yeah. Oh my god, he rolls a two. <laughs> um, so that's a miss. I know your armor class is higher yeah. than that. So, um, he, that's his attack action. Um, let me see what his spells are. Um... And then he, uh, like, so he tries to jam this thing into your head, but you're able to, like, fight him off, maybe move him slightly. Yeah. So with his other hand, he says something in a language that you don't understand, and you can see a glowing um, black shadow coruscate around his body for a quick moment. What language is it? Uh, What languages do you know? I know common, draconic, and dwarvish. None of those. Cool. Um, so yeah, so he casts a spell, uh, you don't know what spell he cast, but he casts a spell, again, it covered him in, like, this black, uh, uh, shadowy thing for a second and disappeared. Uh, next up is Verna. <sighs> I'm gonna go for the door. I'm gonna use my tools, and I'm gonna try to, um, work on unlocking the door. Okay. To get us out. Great. So, yeah. So, unlocking the door will just be... You'll use your move action to go to the door. Yep. And you can use your regular action to try to lockpick the door. So, that would be using your uh, sleight of hand skill. Okay. So, 19 plus 5. Nice. Oh, yeah. Big time. Easy peasy. That door was nothing. It'll be... (laughs) The door will be unlocked at the start of your next turn. Okay. It'll take you this whole turn, and then by the start of your next turn, the door will be Turns out I just needed to put, like, a little tool in and flip. I didn't even have to get two tools out. It was super easy. You, like, put it in upside down, and it still worked. (laughs) I was like, oh, that was an accident, but hey, (laughs) it's happening. Um, And then we have Ornella. Um, I'm going to use my position of privilege to try to intimidate him. Okay, great. Um, so intimidate, go ahead and roll your intimidate roll. What is position of privilege? Is that like a trait or what is that? It's uh, like a trait. It's a feature, but like, Can I um, see your character sheet real quick? Yeah. Just trying to, I'm going to pull the, I'm royalty card and yeah, see if Yeah, so he... the common folk make every effort to accommodate you, avoid your displeasure, and, okay, so, uh, I'll give you advantage on this roll. Okay. So you can roll the d20 twice and take the higher. So that's a 15. Okay. I swear I didn't move it. No, I believe you. Um, 15 plus 2, so 17. Okay. Or 2. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have him try to resist. Um, what was your overall number? 17? Yeah. For what? Yeah. Your... Oh, 17, yeah. Okay. That was my highest. So I rolled a 
I got a 16. So he fails. So what do you, what is your, what does this look like? What's your line? Yeah. Um. What you say? <laughs> I, uh, just, um, in the name of the house of Sambridge, I command you to stop what you're doing. Well, uh, a noble? No. This is... And he, uh, he's paused. He has... He's no longer fighting Harbeck, necessarily. Um, he's just, like, stammering and stuttering there, like, Wait, you're a, a highborn? Uh, Harbeck, it's your turn. And I'm like, yeah, we're from the guild, bitch! And then I, um... Uh, cast a sacred flame. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have the spell up for sacred flame, or do you want me to look it up for you? Uh, I don't have it out. Oh, here I'll. Oh. Uh, I know it's one d eight damage. Yeah. 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 Sacred flame. So your range is sixty feet. It costs one action to do. It's a cantrip, so you can do it as many times as you want. Um, target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take d eight radiant damage. Okay, so I'm going to make my dexterity saving throw. <laughs> I rolled a one. Yeah, all right. So, roll to confirm. I rolled a six, so failed. Um, so, I'll give you an extra d8 damage on this. Yeah. So, roll two d8 radiant damage. Yeah. And then I get plus five to that. There's a four, and a six, ten, fifteen. Damn. So, sixteen damage. So, that line was, like, totally appropriate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I actually hit one. <laughs> or no, that's hard. Okay. Nice. And does radiant damage do anything special for this guy? Yes. So yes. um yes. you see the oh and he's he also cast Sorry, I need to look up the spell that he cast because that does affect I thought it might seemed awful magical what he was doing. It is quite magical. Uh, it's just a little number I picked up in the priesthood. Not a big deal. I can just summon sacred flames wherever I want. Nice. That would have been nice to know. Well, you know, I try not to use it on animals. It seems cool. Um, okay, so, yeah, he is... Uh, he's bloodied. Which means uh, he is below, like, mechanically, instead of me telling you how much health he has, I give you, like, indications of how damaged they are physically. Yeah. Bloody oh, wow. means he's below half health. Yeah. Um, death's door means he's nearly dead. Like, one more good hit should kill him. Okay. But he is bloodied. Um, th- what does Sacred Flame look like as you cast it? So it's uh, it's the color of uh, my god. It's, it's, a, it's a brilliant uh, greenish hue of light. In color and it burns very cleanly, leaves no smoke, and it mm-hmm. kind of just erupts all over his figure. Is it like a ray, or is it like a gout of flame? It's it's like um, uh, it, it kind of uh, just it manifests on the, the target. Oh, okay, yeah. nice. Yeah, so you can see this black uh, like energy like push some of it away, but he takes the full brunt, most of the damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, nice. Unfortunately, um, Harbeck's uh, attack uh, has whatever charmed effect you attempted is pretty much disrupted now that he was almost set on fire. Oh, well, you know. That's all right. <laughs> we each try our own way. I thought you might like it. Yeah, he loves it. I, I love it. <laughs> uh, Master Vesivus does not love it. Oh, okay. Um, so he is going to cast... I've got him on the ropes now. Shouldn't we be like interrogating this guy? See if he has any of See the. See if uh... he knows if he if it's some of his people or the one who robbed this the the shop. I was thinking that next. If yeah. you can down him without killing him, go for it. And you can always deal like you just tell me. I want to deal non-lethal damage, and you won't ever kill him. You'll just if you take him down to zero, he'll go unconscious. Okay. So okay. you don't have to worry like. Oh, what if I do too much damage? Just tell me I want to do non-lethal damage. And when if you were to kill him, you would just down him instead. Okay. So he's going to... He takes his... Uh, like, uh, dispels the fire that's all about him. And in one of his hands, um, he uh, he conjures up this black orb. And he, like, 
does like this like wave over his body, and you can see like the burn and scorching heals on ah. his body. <sighs> so he heals. Uh, he's still bloodied, but he healed a fair bit of health. Oh no. Um, and then he is going to. I don't think he can do anything else. I think that's. Yeah, that's all he can do. He's done. He's done now. Well, I want to see if nope. he has a nope. bonus action. <laughs> nope. 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 Can't do that. Too late. What are you doing? What are you smelling? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all he can do. Yes. Um. So he he like screams at you, you fools, you ignorant fools. Uh, Verna, your turn. <laughs> oh gosh, I don't know what I should do. I, I, I guess I'm just gonna run at him with my um my short sword, but I'm not gonna go for anything serious. I'm just gonna try and get him to fall down. Okay. Yep. Just so just roll your damage as normal. Okay. Your attack and damage. It is a seventeen. Okay. So a seventeen is a hit. And then for damage, I've got four. Nice. Um, okay, so uh, a palpable hit, but he's uh, he's still standing. Um, we have Ornella, your turn. I just want to make him stop. I just I want to like. Uh, I don't know what the word for it is. Um, like disarm him, or yeah, yeah, just like make him very neutral, so like he can't do anything. But I, I still want to ask him questions, so I don't want to kill him. Mm-hmm. I just want to disarm his shit. So a good way to do that would be to try to grapple him, because um, when you grapple him, his movement goes to zero and he can't take any actions mm-hmm. except try to resist the grapple. Um, that's really, or, no, disarm. Use a weapon attack to attempt to knock a weapon or item from a target's hand. Um, well, I mean, even if you disarm him, you see he's a magic user, so he doesn't necessarily need to have a weapon to attack right. you. Really, probably grappling, if that's what you want, would be your best bet. Okay. You want to do that? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's opposed athletics checks. So you roll athletics, I roll athletics. Whoever is better is the one who succeeds. And I rolled a natural 20. So if you roll a nat 20, I'll give it to you. I roll a 16, but I have plus 5. Right. But uh, since I rolled the 20, Mm -hmm. um, well, I guess we'll see what my strength mod is. Um, I don't. Yeah, but did you you confirm the crit, though? That's true. Let me me confirm the crit. Okay, it's a 14, so it is confirmed. Fuck. So he. So you go in to, to try to grapple with him, and I think, like, the, uh, whatever spell he cast on himself, he's, like, slippery, and it's difficult for you to, like, there's this, uh, like, a magnet. Like, there's this resistance around him that you can't grapple, grapple him with. Okay. Harbeck, it's your turn. Bish. Uh, well, Bish. you guys, I mean, I think I might try to lie him on fire again. Do what you gotta do. You know, I feel like we really don't need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> uh, if we can get out, let's just run? Yeah, you can always do non-lethal damage, too, remember. Can I non-lethally set him on fire? Yeah, you can You can cast spells and do non-lethal damage. <laughs> I want to do that. Okay. Right. Basically, the, the idea is that you cast it in such a way so that you minimize the amount of damage to kill him, but you still do enough damage to hurt him. Right, so I try to, like, target his hands or his limbs. Oh, okay. So uh, I'm rolling a dex save, and I rolled a three, so I fail, so roll damage for me. Yes! Just a standard D8. Seven plus five, twelve. Nice. I think that means you down him. Let me add up. Nice. Yeah, so that's Good enough, save, that's enough to down him. Tell, like, Describe what does the scene look like when you down so him. So I, uh, I go back to... Because, uh, yeah, Ornella was trying to, like, grapple with him, and he managed to, like, shove her out of the way with his... Magical right. force. Yeah, that force field kind of bounced her off of him, and and, and in that moment, I, uh, I cast my sacred flame again, and then uh, um, uh, uh, hopefully he uh, will drop that item. Can I can I say that? <laughs> can I hope for that? Yeah, I mean, like you you 
downed him without yeah. killing him. So so yeah, he like erupts into flames and he tries to like fight it off and he can't and he's like ah, ah, and then he 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 falls down and he drops his his shit and then uh uh stand stand around him uh and and kick the the pyramid away and and start to ask him. I grab the pyramid. Okay. I have it now. Yep. So yeah, you have the pyramid. So he's lying on the ground and he's like. He's like shaking. He's not dead. He's just in an extreme amount of pain. Right. Oh. Um, God darn you! I take my uh, hemp and rope and tie him up. Okay. So he's now tied up. Um, I think we. Sh- I think I should. One of us needs to just ask him outright. I'm not much anything. of a, a people person, and this one really pissed me off. <coughs> I. Uh. Go to him and I grab his face, and I shake him a little bit and I say, "Tell me what you know about the robbery in town." Ooh, the robbery in town. Um, roll. Uh, are you trying to? You're trying to intimidate him. So roll intimidation at advantage for me. Sixteen, and a three. Okay. Um, the first roll is enough. You rolled an 18, right? Yep. So that's plenty enough to be successful. Um, yeah, so uh, re- give me the line again. Uh, I'm, sh- I'm I'm like over him. I've got my his face in my hand and I'm shaking him and I'm just demanding he tell us what he knows about the robbery. Uh, fine, please don't hurt me. Uh, we, uh, we need the... The chemicals from the from the alchemist uh, to to help with the uh, the to help train, with what the training of the new recruits. It's a uh, it's an it's a drug that we're making. It helps it helps people. So why didn't you buy the drugs? So we, we didn't have the money. We didn't want people to know nah, what we were see? buying. Why do you, did you try <laughs> selling your eye art? That could have made you some money. No. Uh, what? The eye Open art? Open up a stall. Start selling your wares. Oh, oh, God. No. This... What are you training the recruits to do? Just, uh, we're trying to bring, we're, we're doing this for the good of everyone here. Why do you hang the eyeballs with hair? For our God, the beguiler. He, he sees everything. He sees all of us. He sees what's happening you here. You know no. its name is the beguiler, and yet you follow. I mean, really, just look at your shit. You're in a sewer, for God's sake. No, the, the, everyone who follows the beguiler is, it's, they're being lied to. Yes, they're being beguiled. This is not good. It's okay, no, he, I will be his champion. Yes, yes, you're the exception. You know him more than others. You can fix him. You can see, (laughs) you can see, like, the look of madness in this guy's eye. Like, he's... Nuts. Verna, you've been in the throes of love before. Perhaps you have words for this man. <laughs> Listen, I get it, alright? <coughs> they tell you things, and they make you like yourself. <laughs> and you're like, how is this? I don't even, I feel confident now, and like I can just, I can be comfortable with me, but let me tell you, it's not because of them. This is bullshit. <laughs> no, okay. I, can, I think I can get him out of this. She's getting through to him. <sighs> you can see, it's just like, this crazed look in his life, like, no, I will be his champion. I will be his. No, babe, you gotta be your champion. It's for you. Roll persuasion for me, Verna. <laughs> oh, I only have a uh, eight so, right now. So, like, but I'm kind of tearing up because I'm like, it's not just about him, okay? You just have to get over it. She's right. The uh, the guy, the crazed man, is just like, I, no, no, this can't be. He will deliver me. He will deliver me and deliver all of us, for I am his servant. All right, where is the stuff? Where is this drug? It's all, we used, we used most of it. There's some left in the back, but most of it's on the street now. Back where? where? In the, in the, in the door uh, to the, 
the the westernmost door of the convocation hall. Where are these recruits? Where well, is you saw them. They're uh, they're in uh, they're in the room. Uh, uh, and they sh- cherishing and worshiping him. They've all taken this drug. Oh yes, you we've all we've all committed ourselves to him. Is there a cure? <laughs> An well, antidote. No, it, once once you have drank from his cup and received, and um, he, uh, you can see like his facial expressions. There's like this divot and small bruise at the center of his forehead. Um, once you have drank from his cup and be, and been delivered through his artifice, uh, when he says the word artifice, he looks to the uh, device in your hand. The you're you become his. He is you, and you are of him. <sighs> Do with me what you want. I care not. Oh, to be young and in love. This, you, I, I don't think you guys understand. This isn't love. This isn't some in, 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 infatuation. Hey, hey. He's, he's under. Have you ever been in love? <sighs> You're still young. Perhaps there'll be time yet in our adventures for you to experience the pain. I'm not saying this is a good thing. I'm just saying it's a similar feeling, if not the same. So do not tell us. It is a heavy drug. That love is not a drug. I much prefer the incense. We need to find an antidote for these, for these people. We need to set them free. Perhaps, let, let me put it in terms that, uh, that you might understand. These people are in a bad relationship, and they need out. <gasps> yes. But unfortunately, as many therapists will tell you, it's not advisable to try to get someone out of an abusive relationship. They'll That's only it. resist they, and they drive themselves They have to want to get out of arms. it. They have to want to get out. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to show them that this life is not working for them. Then that's what we need to do. As you're talking amongst each other, he's just like babbling incoherently now. I just like non-lethally punch him in the jaw. He falls unconscious. Okay, nice. good. <laughs> that's one problem. I'm not taken care of. Is there a back room in this room? No. Okay. But I've got the door unlocked. Okay. And we could just walk him out Weekend at Bernie's style. We could, couldn't we? I mean, actually, our problem was just to find the thief. I'm not saying we just deliver him and call it a day. Yes, but that is how we're getting our again? money. Just to bring yeah. in the thief. Just to find the thief. And yeah. if he's not find, dead, you find guys. Find those responsible and bring them to justice was the... Bring them to justice. And if you brought them dead, it was five gold. If you brought them alive, or him alive, it's He's the master, gold. so I think if we just bring him, we're so still we could, getting that yeah, gold. We could bring him to the to the high court or whatever yeah. and, and and be done with it. And what does the, the roof look like in this room? The so this is like a completely enclosed, like this is just a dark, like, creepy counseling. counseling no way out through here. We'll have to go back out through the big room, through all the recruits. And we'll have to take their master with us. I say we we just put his cloak down over his face, and we walk him out as if he is walking himself out. My, my cousin, Bernard, we did this at his house one weekend. It will work. Your cousin, Bernie. Yes, my cousin, Bernie. And the weekend you spent there. And the weekend I spent Bernie. with Bernie. <laughs> At his house, at Bernie's place. At Bernie's place over the weekend. I think we do, like, there's just a quick flashback to, like, that scene really quick. And, uh, Verna, do you want to just, like, paint the picture really quick, what it looked like, and we'll flash forward? He's got a very nice big... It's actually... Now a lot of people know that halflings do have beach houses, (laughs) but he does have a big beach house. And we have put his cloak... My brother and I, my brother Gifford... Uh, we have just put his cloak over his head, and we are just kind of carrying him on our shoulders. Like, don't worry, everybody. It's just, it's just our cousin Bernie and his beach house. Everyone thinks it's great. Everyone's buying it. Uh, there's some wacky adventures in which um, we end up the three of us surfing. Again, people don't realize that halflings do love to surf. We've got a great center of gravity. So we can stay on that board pretty well. So I think the flashback. Uh, so there's, yeah, Sorry, there's, a, there's just a shot of the three of us on one surfboard. 
together. He's in the center, and we're with all just like cloak with his cloak over his face. But he is also wearing just his shorts on the surfboard, just cloak and shorts. And cloak. Beautiful, and and I think we get a dissolve back into the present, like that yeah. little flashback. Dissolve back, so we're in this room. Um, we got the guy tied up, unconscious, and you three discussing like and this weekend. Everyone Ed bought Bernard's. it. Nobody knew that we accidentally killed him. Halflings. Well, it's the only plan we've got. Uh, I want to search him for keys. Okay. So on his body, you find a, uh, a uh, four vials of a purple liquid in a little belt pouch. Um, you find uh, various like magical components, so like j- like alchemical dust, uh, a couple feathers, like sure, sure. just random shit. Um, and you find uh, a couple sets of keys. Not as many as the first guy had, just like a couple sets of keys. Okay. Um, we'll say two keys. Okay. So, got keys. I'm thinking we should probably take care of the rest of the potions. I'm just what do you mean, take care of? I mean, uh, we don't want to leave uh, these in the hands of these miscreants. And then also it might help to figure out a way to reverse it. Agreed. I'll, I'll take the potions and this uh, pyramid and put them in my pack. Alright. We can uh, deliver them to the high court when we deliver this man. Now... Harbeck and I are much shorter than him. So in order for this plan to work, he's going to be kind of leaning on you mostly. Okay. I'm going to take one set of keys and go to the west room and see what I can find. Good plan. Uh, you two take the master and uh, we'll... Uh, oh, you know what? Uh, plan F. Uh, mm. Arm candy. Ah! Ah! Yes. Plan F. All right, then. We got everything we need? Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's go. And we uh, open up the door to the big room. So I think as the door opens up to the big room, uh, you see that several of the groups of people have, like, disappeared. Mm-hmm. You now see the big room is more empty than what it was. There are now two groups of three um, that are standing together um, in, like the opposite side of the room to you, and then you see the man in the black cloak uh, that uh, met you at the first door. Mm-hmm. Um, he is at a... Uh, there's several large tables on one end of the room, and you can see he's, like, writing furiously. There's a ton of books standing ne- stacked next to him, and he's writing furiously at this desk. And I think that's where we'll take our second break. Uh, thanks for listening to Des Moines and Dragons. We'll be right back after a short commercial break from our sponsors. Uh, no one. Nice. Yes. Awesome. I have to pee so bad. Yeah, um, and I need you to burp, too. Uh. (laughs) Cherry? Uh. (laughs) Great. Uh, we're back, and we've... We come back to find our party uh, has exited the quote-unquote counseling chambers uh, with their Weekend at Bernard's-style scheme in play. Um, First, I'm going to roll and see who notices their exit from these chambers, if anybody. Two, four. (laughs) Wow. So... Um, the, uh, the, the cultists appear to be too enraptured in whatever they're doing to really notice that it's you a, guys have exited at this point. It's a solid plan. People don't realize how good it is. The weekend at Bernard's plan. Mm-hmm. 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 That's why it's, it's, uh, plan F. We, we do it all the time. Okay. So where, where do you guys go? What do you do? I take the keys and I go to the westward door, uh, search for alchemical shit. Okay. Verna and I take our man out the corridor that we came into, heading back towards, like, the eventually the little porthole. So, are you guys doing this 
uh, trying to be stealthy and like subtle about it? Are you trying to like walk with purpose? Like, how are you? Uh, or are you just like going? I... We're walking as if uh, he's with us, and he like this right. is his plan. Right. And we're like, <laughs> we we are supposed to be here. Yep, faking yep. it till we're making it. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then Harbeck, uh, same thing. You're just like walking with purpose. Oh yes, it. just going to get the things he told me to get. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what happens is I'm gonna roll a d4 and odds. Uh, attention is good because I know they didn't notice you guys exit, but they're gonna notice one of you. And odds, it's Harbeck. Evens, it's you two. I'll roll it open face. Uh, even, so it's you two. Okay. Uh, Verna and Ornella, you get past the bonfire, and there you pass a group of three cultists that are standing talking to each other. Um, they notice the white robes of the master, and they turn. Um, you're about twenty feet away from them. Uh, about f- the room was fifty feet in diameter, and you're about twenty feet from the door. So you're okay. equidistant from the door. Versus these guys, this group of people. Gotcha. And they turn and they bow. Uh, they do a deep bow towards uh, the master. Do you keep walking? We bow. We we attempt to bow back yes. with the master. Okay. I'm going to roll perception. Um, why don't you guys roll... Verna, this is your plan. Yeah. It's an old plan. It's a good plan. It's worked before. Why don't you roll de- deception at advantage for me? Okay. So, uh, that's an eight. Plus five. And an 18. Okay. Plus five. So I just wanted so you to see that, like, five. I'm not lying here. Oh, I rolled, shit. You rolled a 20. So I'm going to see if it confirms. Nope. So now we're just going to go perception v. perception. So um, my 20 plus their perception modifier. Let me look that up real quick. And then what's your, what number did you get? 23. 23. Okay, so I have to beat a 23 with a 20. (laughs) Okay. Um, Oh, man. I'm kind of like looking back to see how they're doing, and I see them trying to like awkwardly bow, and I'm just like, oh no. (laughs) Dear God. Wow. So their perception is not, they don't have any modifier to their perception. Good. So they simply bow and then return to talking amongst themselves. It works every time, Ornella. Keep keep moving. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) So, uh, you guys continue to walk towards the exit? Yes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. You get to the door, and you realize, uh, well, you get to the door. And at this moment, Harbeck, you get over to the west, uh, supply door, is what it's... We'll, we'll just call it the supply door. Yeah. I'm gonna try to open it. Okay, uh, there, there is no door on it. It's just an open... Oh, right, open. it's open. It's just an right, open right, right. portal. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh. Not like a portal, but it's oh. just an open so arch. So you're carrying oh. the keys like a dumb. The only Oops. door was in the room that you went to the... Right. I'm sorry, I didn't... I might Oops. not have made that clear. I No, you did. I, I forgot. Oops. That's okay. Uh, Well, I'm already here. So I'm going to go in and grab anything I think looks alchemical. So you go inside and you see that this room is in is similar sized to the room you were in. Yeah. Like these are probably all like about the same size. So it's rooms. like huge. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is the same as like the counselor, the oh, little okay. office you were in. So it's okay. medium sized. Sure, sure. Um, and along the walls are a bunch of just simple wooden tables with um, piles of alchemical equipment, uh, beakers. Uh, burners, candles, magnifying glass, like tons of like alchemical equipment. Um, at the center of the room is a single table and stacked on top of it are a ton of empty vials and turned over um, uh, pulchous bottles. Um, and you see there are uh, there are about six bottles that are the uh, like round bottom with the silver necked top um, with a cork on top. There are six bottles of a uh, purplish liquid that are at the center of the table. Six bottles, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, roughly the size, we'll call it a pint. 